Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. Hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, Spreaker, and of course, my blog, Talk Radio Community. And yes, I am in the chat room tonight. So I hope you are having a great start to your week. And today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audio books and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audio book of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And, of course, later this evening, I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, tonight... We'll be learning how we can benefit from becoming a minimalist from our guest, Amy McGinnis Hogan, LCSW, um, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. And, of course, the question for this week is, what is the one thing you own that you could live without? I mean, think about that. And then somebody else posted, what is the one thing you couldn't live without? So what? How could you answer? Well, how would you answer that question? I know the one thing I could, I can live without, and I've learned how to live without. I've learned how to live without a TV. I've learned how to live a huge um, Christmas tree and all of that because I'm I've always traveled, so there's really no need for me to decorate like I used to. So those are some things that I've learned how to live without. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, my app suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion for this week. So, my weekly Google search I did, and minimalism, for those of you who may not understand it, is about, isn't about is, isn't about any of those things, but it helps you to accomplish them. If you desire to live with fewer material possessions or not own a car or a television or travel around the world, then minimalism can lend a hand. But that's not the point. Minimalism is a tool that can assist you in finding freedom. So, again, if you desire to live with fewer material possessions or not own a car or television or travel all over the world, then minimalism can lend a hand. But that's not the point. Minimalism is a tool that can assist you in finding freedom. So the guest tonight, which I um, pre-recorded our interview, is Amy McGinnis Hogan, LSCW, has worked as a psychotherapist for 12 years, helping individuals, couples, and families cope and work through multiple issues in their lives, from those who are struggling with hoarding, individuals who need guidance and support to create a space that reflects who they are, Amy can help. She works 
collaboratively with individuals to transform and streamline their home. She believes that by distinguishing between what's important and unnecessary, a person can create a space that nurtures intentional living, leaving room for things that truly matter. So without further ado, I want to share with you my interview with Amy McGinnis-Hogan. Well, listeners, thank you so much for joining us this evening, and I'm so happy to have Amy McGinnis-Hogan with us this evening to talk about minimalism because we hear that phrase, and I wanted to bring somebody on to give us a better understanding of really what it is, but also how we can incorporate it into our own lives. So thank you so much for joining us this evening, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. So, Amy, what made you become a minimalist? Well, Janet, um, first I thought I'd share a little background with you just to kind of give your listeners an idea of where I'm coming from. Um, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I've worked as a psychotherapist for about 12 years. Um, My experience working with clients who have faced homelessness, and who struggled with courting and chronic disorganization has just really opened my eyes to how important a person's space is and just the impact it can have on a person's ability to function and really live life to its fullest. Um, so my current work combines this past experience in psychotherapy, but also in my interest in just helping others, you know, not only with organizing and streamlining a person's space, but also with the emotional challenges that are connected to the clutter that surrounds them, which I'm sure, Janet, you've probably witnessed while working with some clients. Um, and I just come to realize that so many, I actually just come to realize so many of us struggle with this in some shape or form. It just presents itself in different ways. Um, so to answer the question of why I became interested in minimalism, I'm lucky enough to say my husband, three kids, and I live a very full life. But I have to say, full can also mean busy. And if we're not careful, it can go by pretty fast, right? This was the case um, for me when I began reflecting on these concepts of minimalism and also just intentional living. I started to feel like I was living a life that felt more reactive to the world around me versus intentional and with purpose in regards to just the things I value the most. I wasn't in the driver's seat, or at least it didn't feel like it, you know, and so um, every day, you know, cause I, every day I'd get up, I'd drink my coffee, I'd start my engine moving forward, and then after a full day of busy, I'd get in bed at night, close my eyes, and just think about how I spent my time that day, you know, was the way I was living my life in line with the kind of person I wanted to be and the life I wanted to live, and if it wasn't, what was I waiting for, um, and more importantly, what was standing in my way, and honestly, like my first revelation was just how stuff was impacting my life. I began to think about just how much time I was spending managing the stuff in my life, you know? And on, you know, on days yeah. I was working, I would leave the house and think about, okay, when I get home, I need to take care of, or this week we need to take care of. And I think many of us can fill in the blank to that, that statement, right? Like we're just always that to-do list. And so it just became clear that if I wasn't careful, I could literally spend the entire day picking up, managing, and organizing the things in my life. And that was just when I decided things had to change for me. Wow. And, you know, Amy, it's so interesting because you touched on so many different things. You touched on, you know, the time aspect of mm-hmm. but just how we really view the things um, in our lives. And, and mm-hmm. also, yes, 
you know, you, you get up and you think about your to-do list, and sometimes mm-hmm. that's all you're focused on, and you're not really living life. So thank you exactly. for sharing. So, exactly. So besides our spaces, what are some of the other areas? And you touched on a few that we can really become a minimal. Yeah, totally. Um, this is a great question because I think minimalism can really be applied to all areas of our lives. Um, to start, we can apply these concepts to those to-dos that we put on our list and the things that we say yes to. I think um, you know, just looking at the flow of our days and taking time to think about what we can do or what changes we can make to support just a calmer and more peaceful environment for ourselves can be an excellent step toward decluttering our lives and having more minimal, minimalist experience. You know, also, if, if we're in a relationship or we have children, looking at ways to create a calmer environment for them as well. And, you know, this is a hard one for families, I know, because even if your kids are doing the bare minimum with activities, a person can still find themselves coming and going a lot during the week and end up still feeling overwhelmed and booked and overbooked. Um, so I think it, it definitely requires some very intentional thinking about how to find the pockets in our days to see where we can minimize and create more calm. Um, you know, another area I think where it can be applied is in our diets eating simpler, whole foods, and this is stuff we've all heard before, but just being mindful of the ingredients that we're consuming is an excellent way to be a more minimalist consumer, not only for our bodies, but also, of course, for the environment. Um, You know, I'm definitely not a purist. However, I do always have this concept in the back of my head as I think about what I'm eating and just make an effort to eat more whole foods when I can. Um, And, you know, minimalism can really be applied to so many areas of our lives, but these are just a couple that that came to mind when I started thinking about it. And those are some major areas. I mean, you know, just <laughs> the diet, I'm really looking at my my diet as well. But in uh-huh. the time, it's interesting because I had a conversation with someone yesterday, and I said, well, when we, when me and my friend are together, we don't touch our cell phones. You know, we, we get together, nice. the cell phones yes. go away, and uh-huh. that's it. And they were like, wow, Really? Well, you know, he's always got his cell phone. And since he's got his cell phone, I pick up my cell phone. I said, but sometimes you right. kind of like just got to let. I'm like, what's the and, and I'm like, what's the purpose of people? I see it all the time. They go out to dinner and everybody's mm-hmm. on some device. And I'm like, what is the purpose of that? So I'm glad I you know. brought that up. But that's an area that we can, like, you know, begin to minimize and just really enjoy life a little bit more. Totally, and I totally. Also think and overall. What you were talking about really allows us to be a little bit less stressed too. So yeah, yeah, so then it makes really us healthier. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> what are some things people who want to become a minimalist what they shouldn't do? Because I think sometimes <laughs> when people think they have to be a minimalist, they kind of confuse it with okay, that means I only can have I only have to have one piece of furniture in a room, and I'm like, right. You know, that's you know, wait a minute now. <laughs> right, so, exactly. Like that's <laughs> yes. No, I love this question because it really forces you to look at this concept through a different lens, right? Um, and the first thing I would mm-hmm. say is to not just give away everything on day one. That's definitely not required in order to become a minimalist. Um, especially because I think it's important to recognize that you've reached this imp- this point in your life gradually over time, and so to make the shift in your life, this life in your to make this kind of shift in your lifestyle will also take some time, right? And so just being patient and giving yourself time to think about what you value now at this point in your life versus those things that you no longer need or that are no longer serving you, I think is important. Um, 
and just being realistic about what time it's going to take to minimize and to kind of shift how you're living your life. Um, and then, then that said, as far as letting go, I also don't encourage just belaboring every decision. You know, I think giving yourself permission to possibly make mistakes as you purge and let go of things is important as well because, Otherwise, we can become paralyzed by the process, and it can, be, it can be so difficult to make any progress at all, right? Because then you just are sort of stuck in this place, and you, do, you want to keep that, that action moving forward. Um, something else I would say is not recommended is to assume everyone else is on board or to make others feel guilty if they're not necessarily interested in joining you in your pursuit toward minimalism. <laughs> You know, and you should definitely not start purging and getting rid of friends or family members, things, et cetera, um, because I think this will definitely turn them completely off and might even send them in the opposite direction of minimalism. Um, really, I think the best answer is just leading by example. And that's oftentimes an excellent way to just to inspire others. You know, once they see you've been able to kind of let go of the things in your home that are no longer serving you and clearing your spaces and creating a more minimalist lifestyle for yourself, they might gain clarity about their own belongings and the way they might be standing in their way and just kind of start to see the benefits of, of letting go. So yeah, those are, mm. those, those are just a couple of, couple things that uh, come to mind um, the opposite of what you shouldn't do to become a minimalist. <laughs> and, those, and those are some good things, and especially when you, you're trying to, to become a minimalist, but then you want everybody else, and everybody else may not be there yet. So that was some right. good advice is to, right. you know, lead by example. Right, so exactly. Like when we and tell I'm, the kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm sure you even find this with decluttering, right? Like, if someone's ready and inspired to declutter their space, then they just assume everyone else is on board, and sometimes that's that's not always the case, right? Yeah, and that is so true, and that is so mm-hmm. true. So for somebody listening, um, what would you suggest, like if they like they, they hear what you're saying, they, they're ready to do it, so what would you say for them if they just said, I want to do this, how could they just get started maybe on a small scale? Well, um, I mean, I think there's a few different ways a person can get started. Um, I think the first thing is to think about why you want to live a more minimalist lifestyle, right? And just identifying your priorities, thinking about shifts that you might make in your day-to-day um, that might help you move forward and just having a simpler, more minimalist life. Um, you know, and even before taking any major steps or, you know, telling yourself you've got to do all of these things to become a minimalist, I would just say start to pay attention to how you're spending your time and your days and, and how the things in your life in your lives might be affecting your ability to live and function the way you want to be. You know, oftentimes a person begins to see that they're spending more ma- time managing um, the things in their lives than they want to be, and it's interfering with their ability to focus on the stuff that they really value the most, right? Um, for me, once I kind of learned about this idea and started researching and reading more about it, our, our stuffed playroom suddenly looked very different to me. It no longer looked like this abundance of creativity and inspiration, but instead it was like a space that was, I decided, probably stifling my kids. So for me, I jumped right in. I purged the buckets of toys, uh, summer dresses that line my daughter's closet, even though she only ever wore three, you know, the duplicate utensils in my kitchen, the extra sheets we never used, the broken crayons. I mean, I just kind of, I was all in. Um, and of course, it didn't happen overnight, but slowly I just began to see the benefits of reducing our stuff. Cleanup took a lot less time. Closets were freed up to hold the important stuff, and I didn't need to fight through anything to get what I needed when I needed it, which is such a pet peeve. <laughs> and, you know, dare I say, even our relationships improved because we were spending more time on our experiences together 
versus managing the stuff in our home, you know? Wow. <clears throat> so well, hopefully that right. would be and that just, something you and, and I was like something you said, it says cleanup time has mm-hmm. been reduced. If that is yeah. not a motivator for all of you listening, cleanup <laughs> time. And also just how you said you you were able to spend more time than on the experiences and then the stuff. And I think sometimes yeah. we underestimate the value of that in the children's yeah. lives, that they Absolutely. really value time and experiences. Yes, stuff is nice. Because even I was shocked when my godson said that at Thanksgiving, he said, I'm thankful for all the stuff, but I love all the experiences. Oh, that's of course, amazing. that made me feel really good. That made yeah. me want to cry. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so, 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 Amy, how can listeners connect with you if they want to learn more about minimalism? If they want to work with you? Well, I'm still putting together my website. Um, so, in the meantime, um, my Instagram account is the easiest way for someone to connect with me, just because that's linked to my blog and that, which then also has my contact information. Um, okay. My Instagram handle is minimalist dot ish minimalist dot period or no minimalist period ish sorry it's it's always hard to say out loud um and then my blog is when less becomes more dot wordpress dot not dot net and i include the ish in my handle because i am still a work in progress i'm still finding that fine line between you know creating a home that's functioning but also you know yes i do i you know i like shoes and so finding that fine line between like what um what i need what i want and how to um create a space that works for everyone. So, yeah. Well, and listeners, as you know, all you have to do is go to the show page, click on the link, and I will have a direct link to Amy so you can learn more about her and work with her and follow her as well. Amy, thank you so much for taking time out your schedule to be with us this evening. Thank you so much, Janet. It was a pleasure. Hi, it's Thomas, your executive driver. It's true that driver app services and cab companies overpromise and underdeliver. Chauffeur-driven limousines are overkill and overpriced for most situations. Your executive driver provides five-star rated services in your vehicle with our driver to your destination. No distance is too far. Exchange your stressful windshield drive time into productive backseat travel time to prepare for that business meeting. Catch up on emails and texts conduct phone calls, or simply relax in the backseat comfort and safety of your own vehicle. Call your executive driver today to make advanced reservations for your next stress-free travel experience. For reservations, call 484-275-0061. Call your executive driver at 484-275-0061. And that was your executive driver. It's a great way to have a stress-free commute to your meeting, to the airport, or even maybe just to a wonderful event that you're going to. So make sure you call Tom. That was an awesome interview regarding minimalism. So please connect with Amy. Reach out to her. Listen to this podcast again. Get some strategies on how to incorporate even if just some areas of your life to reduce the cleaning time in your home. So 
Our sponsor, Audible, is offering every one of our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and start today. My audiobook selection for this week is Minimalist Living, Decluttering for Joy, Health, and Creativity. And this guide is simplifying your health, joy, and creativity, teaches you why you should define your own sense of minimalism, which Amy discussed, how to create your minimalist mission statement, how to use the techniques of blazing and gazing to declutter, why decluttering now can lead to happier, healthier, and more creative life, how to deal with sentimental items without losing their meaning, and so much more. Again, it is minimalist living, decluttering for joy, health, and creativity. That is my audiobook selection for this week. Well, are you tired of living with piles? Are you just ready to find things the first time you look? Do you want a better way to manage your time in your life? Well, you need to join the Get My Life Totally Organized Facebook group. We've got new members joining every week. And become a member of a community that will support you, nurture you on your journey to living an organized life. It's a safe place where you can post questions, photos, videos of your organizing challenges, and receive strategies that will help you get your life in order. And also a lot of the members have access to me via email, via text, via instant message, whichever works for them. And for an investment of $7 a month, you will receive access. Personal strategies from me. So when you join the group, you can post what you want to get organized, and I will provide you with a personal strategy. I just finished a live organizing strategy Q&A for the week, and then I also come back later in the week and provide them with the ways and strategies on how I organize my own space. We're all doing the 365-day challenge where we try to get rid of something every single day. And, of course, I also share with you product reviews as well as you'll get the first you know, to see all the different little products that, that are coming out on the market. So for a an investment of just $1 for the, for the first 30 days, you get to try out the group, see if it's for you, get to post questions, get a feel of it. After that, it's an investment of $7 a month to have access to me, and I respond to all posts. And sometimes I will just type in my response. Other times when somebody posts a question, I'll actually jump on live and respond via a live response. So join the Get My Life Totally Organized group so I can help you on your journey to living an organized life. I can be your partner. Well, now it's Taylor's tip time. So I'm going to give you five tips to live a simpler life. First of all, you need to create a vision for your life. What do you want your life to look like? Um, Do you want to, you know, have more time for the kids? Do you want to have more time to be creative? Do you want to have more time to just relax, make a plan, 
buy less stuff, repurpose stuff, downsize. Because when you do that, that is less time and energy you will have to put in into maintaining the stuff that you have. The next thing is you need to save, and that's always good because then you're not you're not because when you're spending money, that means you're going out doing something, and you can actually save money and do something else. Spend time with somebody, share and get support, and then of course enjoy life. So again, create a vision for your life. What do you want your life? Do you want to be able to retire in the next five years? Make a plan. Buy less repurpose stuff, downsize. That's about living a simple life, saving money so that you can do whatever you want when you want, share and get support, and then, of course, enjoy life. Those are my Taylor's tip times for this week. Virtual sessions, no matter where you're located in the world, I can help you get organized because with the technology that we have available to us, we can either do FaceTime, we can do Zoom. Um, you can either email me photos and I can look at them and then give you a strategy, or we can do, I've done FaceTime with my clients, and they show me their space, and I tell them strategically how they can organize it. So check out um, my website. Go to JanetMTaylor.com and click on a free 30-minute session so we can talk about how I can help you on your journey to clearing the clutter, getting organized so you can attract more love, more money, and more happiness into your life and into your business. Well, I want to say thank you. Thank you for for following me via social media, for the likes, the retweets, the sharing. There's so much appreciated. Please continue to share. And also make sure you check out my Pinterest board. For minimalism, I have a board on minimalism and also a board on organized living. So be sure to check out those boards on my Pinterest page. Well, today is Monday, and you know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. So toss the broken and unusable items, taking up space so that you can display and use items that make you happy. I was working with a client, and her grandmother's dishes made her happy. So we got rid of those dishes that didn't make her happy, and now she has the grandmother's dishes because she feels like she's closer to her grandmother again. So sometimes you got to think about what is taking up space? Is something taking up space I don't really love and care about while something else is hidden in a box um, underneath stuff? So think about making that shift in your home and in your space. So now I want to move on to the app suggestion, the repurpose suggestion, and my product suggestion. My app suggestion for this week is Headspace. It's learn to meditate and live mindfully. Hundreds of themed sessions on everything from stress to sleep, bite-sized meditations for busy schedules, and SOS exercises in case of sudden meltdowns. So that's my app suggestion is Headspace. My repurpose suggestion is the wall mount nail and key rack from Bed Bath and Beyond. And basically it makes it easy when you come home. You can um put your keys there. If you want to if you're sending something out, you can put your mail there. Or even when you come home you can just put your mail there so it'll be in one location and you're not frantic about where did you put your mail? Where did you put your keys? So it's the wall mount 
Mail, and Key Rack from Bed Bath & Beyond. And then my repurposed suggestion for this week is Garden Hold the Garden, using shoes, tin cans, clothes, and more, and repurposing it in your backyard garden. So be sure to check out my Pinterest board for apps that will help you stay organized, products that will help you stay organized, and my repurpose section as well. My quote for the week, simplicity involves unburdening your life and living more lightly with fewer distractions that interfere with a high-quality life as defined uniquely by each individual. Again, simplicity involves unburdening your life and living more lightly with fewer distractions that interfere with a high-quality life as defined uniquely by each individual. Well, some of our upcoming podcasts are for August 6th, which is next Monday, believe August, August is here, Organizing Kids Artwork by Archive, and it's A-R-T-K-I-V-E, Archive will be coming. Then I'll be taking a break, August 13th, and I'll be back August 20th, letting go of emotional clutter with Dr. Angela Chester. And then on August 27th, we will be end of the year organizing tips I will be providing for you. And I've got some exciting topics for September as well as October because I'm just jump-starting and getting a head start on the fall. So once I confirm our guests, then I will share them with you because what I would like for you doing moving forward is to, once I tell you a topic, if it's something that interests you, I would like for you to submit your questions so that when I do the interviews, because moving forward, I will probably be doing more of pre-recording interviews just so that it will make it easier on my guests so they won't have to worry about being live just in case something comes up. And because that way when I say I have a topic and a guest, there will be somebody here providing you with the information, the strategies, the techniques, and the resources. So I'm making those little changes um, and some few other changes as well, but they're all to help you on your journey to living an organized life. So in this one little segment this evening, I want to thank you so much for listening. Be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, as well as your social media network. And please visit the website at www.JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.